With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. The Jets are getting Derek Carr. It's it's going to happen. It's look into your heart. You know it to be true, yeah. or whatever, whatever yeah, the line no, is from Star Wars all those years Smith, ago. Smith, I told no, you I that know. weeks ago, man. Uh, we're getting Derek Carr. Well, he thought you were just trolling him at that point. Now we're getting it Derek looks I'm like an NFL it's an insider, Mike. <laughs> we're getting Derek Carr. We're getting Derek Carr. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, we all wanted some movement on the quarterbacks, right? What's going to happen? Aaron (laughs) Rodgers, I assume, is fully in his darkness retreat now. We will try to commune with Aaron Rodgers and do a darkness retreat. What are we doing, a seance? No, we're going to do a, well, maybe we get into the same darkness retreat. If we're in the same darkness retreat. Is it the one in Guatemala? You finally booked those rooms like I asked you to yesterday? I I, I don't know where it is. I don't know. It's kind of like when Eleven goes into the upside down and she can somehow uh, talk with with her friends when they're in different locations. That's kind of how I figure being able to uh, get together with Aaron Rodgers in the darkness. Oh, nice. We used to yeah. do that with uh, cans and a string. Okay. Well, it's 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 2023 now, so there's hey a little bit more stuff out there. Yeah, R-E-L-A-X. <laughs> no, well, I mean, you threatened to kill Frostberg in print yeah. earlier uh, well, today. The, yeah, HR I, I, no, has no, that no. tweet, Mike. I didn't threaten to kill him. I said, if you keep sending me Derek Carr as a Jet 
gifts, we're going to fight, and there's going to be knives involved. San Antonio is very aware, Mike. Don't worry. I'm not, okay. I, I, I'm, I'm not saying we're going to. I'm not saying we're going to kill each other, but there's going to be blades. Well, that's involved. what you uh, threatened. There, well, you threatened that it, it was becoming a knife fight. There's <laughs> going to be blood, but you don't. You don't have. There to will die in be a knife blood. Fight. You don't have to die. It could be just, you know, hey, we cut and we see. And, and, well, okay, and, you know, uh, so you go down for attempted murder. <laughs> you, I mean, you and the Knicks shoot baskets, I probably won't get touched. <laughs> hey, come on, man. The Knicks, Knicks, are, Knicks are the best we've ever been. We're six games over I'm going to be working on inserting uh, Smith into that new NBA app soon enough. But we'll get into that as the night Stop goes. Stop with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we all wanted movement on the quarterbacks, right? What's going to happen? Aaron Rodgers now. Uh, and there's been big things going on with him today, so some insider reports that'll just make you go, what the hell? <laughs> but uh, the big news in the NFL, Derek Carr is going to visit with the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. Derek Carr, Happy who I told you was, was a great fit for Pittsburgh. Set. This is great. Not New York. No, uh, Pittsburgh hates you. No, they do. They still and they hate weren't me. even on the board in terms no. of odds. You want to talk about no, you could have really cashed me. in if he would have suddenly showed me. up as a member of the Steelers. Uh, you would have gotten rich if you, I you know. put me. Even a $100 bet would have netted you a lot of money. I, I'd have been able to do the Aaron Rodgers thing to go into Pittsburgh and go, I own you. I own you. Like, I'm your that. own. I'd, I'd be able to, I could, I've been able to do that. Might have been able to get but a no. championship belt produced really fast to be able to walk around like that. But now the Jets are going to get Derek Carr. Yeah. Okay, so now I've had some time. Mm-hmm. I've had some time. A couple hours. What would you how, do? How Sandwich, movie, what do we no, do? No, no, no. I'm, how do I convince myself that I can like this, that this well, is like, positive? If could, the Jets as, get Derek as Carr. As Nestor says, it could be okay. Baker. Okay. Well, no, no, well, no, I mean, no, no. That's, that's the not list what, of other no. guys it could have been. That's, no, 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 no. Hey, and it's still not him yet. Okay, just, just hang on. It's not yet. He's going to visit. All right, he's going to visit, and then we figure it out. And then they won't let him out of the building. They're going to feel. Oh, yeah, he's the guy they don't let out of the building. All the other guys they let out of the building. He's the guy that doesn't get out. Oh, okay. Oh, so, suddenly the Jets of the Carcosa from season one of True Detective. He doesn't get out of the Carcosa. All right. How do I convince myself I like this? Okay, there's some things. There's some things. Number one, number mm-hmm. one, if the Jets get Derek Carr, he's not Zach Wilson, which okay, really no, is the positive. thing. Is, is when you, like, when you look at the flow chart, when you say, okay, is, is the quarterback you signed good? You know, and then, then it, points the, it points the arrow down, and it says, is your, is your current quarterback Zach Wilson? Yes, it's good. No? Well, then it's not good. So that's kind of where I'm at. It's you only not needed Zach Wilson. One, one decision point to get there. That's pretty good. He, he's Most flowcharts have a couple other uh, yeah. twists and turns. You just went in a straight line to Zach Wilson. That's, that's, the, that's the first one. It's your current <laughs> quarterback, Zach Wilson. Yes. Then a smiley face. No. And, and then we get to face. the degrees of how good or uh, poor the decision is. So yeah, He's not I, Zach Wilson. Okay. Look, Zach, Zach Wilson is absolutely, and, and 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 I don't know really the 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 image of Zach Wilson versus Kenny Pickett around the NFL is just amazing. That like, oh no no Kenny Pickett, Steeler fans are like no he's our guy what man I, he's no, great. What did I Kenny tell Pickett you, buddy? Stinks. No, no, and so and, does Zach Wilson. And maybe eventually they, they come to the conclusion that Pickett stinks, but in the interim, you know what? He's likable. Zach Wilson is not, and oh, that goes okay. a long way. You know what I like, Mike? You know what I like? I like touchdowns. That's what I like. And I you like know what? Touchdowns. Kenny Pickett in year two could touchdowns. be that guy. Zach yeah, Wilson like will not. I like touchdowns. You're a Jets right. fan. What do you know about touchdowns? So he's so he's not Zach Wilson. All right. So that's number. So that's one thing that can get me that get me excited. He's not Zach Wilson. Number two, I won't have to give up anything but money. 
Because for all the other guys, it comes with a big cost. Like Lamar Jackson comes, I mean Lamar Jackson, but Lamar Jackson comes with, okay, yeah, you'll get Lamar Jackson, and you got to give him a ton of money for a long time. Jason, what do you and, care? It's not your money. And you got That give is him a always of, the case. And hang on, and you got to give up a couple of first-round picks, which is the big thing, right? I don't want to give up first-round picks. It's just about money. So whatever well, money if he's any good, you can have Clark, all the picks okay. you want. Right, but here's the other thing with Aaron with Aaron Rodgers. Okay, you got to figure out the money. Okay, we figure out the money, but it's also going to be a couple of first round picks for Aaron Rodgers. So at this, at least, if it's Derek Carr, he doesn't come with. Okay, we have to give up first round picks. We don't. We don't. We're not going to have a first round pick until the Lakers have a first round pick. Yeah, but it's right? Derek so, Carr. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to tell you things that are going to make me excited. <laughs> now, shut up and listen to me tell you what's going to get me excited about Derek Carr. Okay, just shut up and listen. You sound pretty excitable as it is. You just shut up. I'm channeling you from the promo. That is just a good, shut up. That is a good promo. <laughs> you just shut up and listen. And I'll tell you why I can you be excited. You will listen to every word I have to say. Come I'm excited about Derek Carr. I'm excited about him for I'm these reasons. jacked up about it. All right, now, so, so. So that's two. So so that's two. Okay. All right, keep going. He's not Zach Wilson, right? He's not Zach Wilson. That's the biggest one. The fact that that was first yes. on the medal stand, that's yes. the, that's in the gold slot is problematic. But go and, ahead. I w- and I won't have to give up anything but money, okay? So now we got the first two. Uh, we could talk about how complicated <laughs> other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards terms. They do apply. So that's two. Number three, and here's where things really fall off a cliff, right? Here's where the excitement just goes. <laughs> this up. is okay, where it gets bad. <laughs> I'm ramping up. I'm ramping up. I'm ramping up. Dude, you've been off a cliff for like five minutes. <laughs> the, 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 the change to the New York accent he's going to have to get in good with the New York media. Well, I mean, that that's probably, I mean, for me, that's number one. Because here's the thing. Because, I mean, Zach like, you know, Wilson's going to battle him like hell. That's what he said, right? Uh, make that guy's life hell. Great. Thanks. I appreciate that. That hey, means he's going to no. wet willies about, and stuff. I mean, that, I th- <laughs> it ain't a competition on the field. I think about things like this, right? Like, like when you're the captain of a team in, uh, in Canada, uh, of a hockey team. I remember reading this about Mike Keene a long time ago, that he was such a good captain for the Canadians for a long time. One of the things he did was he actually learned French so he could talk with the, the media. It's and that a was wise a big move, thing, sure. right? Which, which who, who does that, right? I'm going to learn to speak French so I can answer in French or understand questions in French because he's not a native French speaker, which I thought is pretty cool, right? Now, this, now this is a little bit different, obviously, that, but, but if you start, if you go in with a New York accent, the New York press is going to love you, and maybe they will take it a little bit easier on you. Yeah, you know what, a guy, a guy comes in and he kind of talks like us, so uh, I kind of like that. Yeah, but he had that southern accent when he was, why I know, he was in Vegas. I didn't get the whole thing, the whole, but maybe it was all Elvis. It was a whole big thing, but now he's got an accent like us, so I, I, I think let, let's take it easy on the guy. Instead of running a big thing in a New York Post saying, hey, this guy's a stiff and he sucks, how about we run something else? We run something else about the Knicks and how much uh, some of those guys in that team are stiffs and that they suck and the only good guy is Jalen Brunson. How about we do that instead? Let's, let's do that for that. So there's your three reasons. And you see that right away it falls off that cliff after we don't have to give up draft picks. Fun New York accent. That's where it goes. It's like That's you were uh, Tom Cruise doing some base jumping for your next role <laughs> right there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that last one though, I I, I can one up you by by having him bring his brother as consigliere. Okay, sure. So now his brother sure. speaks for him, just like he did on NFL Network. Sure. The one with bad hair, sure. right? <laughs> now this is the last one that 
Uh, I don't want to say another one. Me a little bit. I got an. I got another because it's it's, it's the fourth. We can do reason. this all day. And this is this is the fourth one, right? So we got he's not Zach Wilson, right? Which we know is most important. He's no, not Zach's Zach Wilson. Don't have to give up first round picks. New York accent. And here's a big one, which could conceivably happen, which could have put all of this in motion for Derek Carr, is that Aaron Rodgers has already told them no pre darkness. Like before, hey, all right, before I'm going into the darkness, it's not going to be the Jets. Lights are going off. Boom. Because that would make sense, right? Because that would, a car's visit is now, right? Like not three days ago when you would expect a team to pounce on, on Derek Carr when he's available and you can call him right away. And why are there no, no free agent visits lined up with the Jets right away if Derek Carr is your guy? Why are you not calling him on Wednesday? Hey, you're, you're a free guy on Wednesday. We're, call, we're coming and we're bringing you in tomorrow. We love you. Suddenly now, right before the darkness retreat, hey, Derek Carr's coming in. I wonder if the Jets were just told no pre-darkness, and that's Aaron Rodgers doing the Jets a solid. So I have four days of thinking Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, and he comes out and says, oh, no, man, that's not happening. So that's the fourth thing is that Aaron Rodgers has already told them no, and the Jets want to get that veteran quarterback. And of the veterans out there that are available, who's the guy that's the most durable? Who's the guy you don't have to worry about? you got to worry about Garoppolo being healthy. you got to worry about Tannehill being healthy. Again, none of these guys I want, but these are the guys that are out there. And Derek Carr is the one guy. Pretty healthy for the vast majority of his career. The one year he got hurt, they could have gone to the AFC Championship game. They were having a great year. So those four things, those four things, I can think of those and get somewhat excited about Derek Carr being a Jet. Yeah, I think the last part of it is an intriguing factor. I mean, we'll get into the Aaron Rodgers reports from earlier today to extend uh, this topic because, um, well, that means he's he's on the move somewhere. Uh, not to get spoiler alert uh, for that conversation, but... To, to say that it done now, I mean, look, every team is interviewing 9 billion coaches and coordinators and whatever else. Why the hell not have a couple of quarterbacks out for a drink and, and, and a sit down to talk through it and see where, where the fortunes lie? I mean, Rodgers may have made no decision. My guess is he went into total darkness and hasn't said anything to anybody. Yeah, but maybe he just said, hey, guys, I just want don't go crazy, all right? I'm going to help you out. Don't go crazy for me. Don't wait for me for four days. Don't say, I'll wait for you. No, I'm not, don't wait for me. Don't wait for me. This no, is not no, a long-distance no, no, no. This this is is long relationship in college where, no. hey, we're going to be loyal to each other, right? Yeah, right. Listen, don't wait for me. Go have your fun, man. I'm going to a darkness retreat. Brother, this happening. is Aaron Rodgers. He's going to mm. tell everybody to wait on him. He wants this all to revolve around him. The happiest day of his world was when Tom Brady filed his retirement papers. Because now this whole cycle becomes about him, his descent into darkness, and the rising from the ashes or whatever the hell happens there. Jetsio. Yeah, I can't, I can't get past more than like middlingly excited. I, I, I can't. Well, how can you? I can't. I can't. We've talked can't. about this. It, we're talking about out and and Rogers at this point. Who knows how long, where the tail is, uh, how long the tail uh, of his career is here. How how much last year is indicative of what's to come. Like Russell Wilson, as we talk about Denver and and what goes on with Sean Payton and did he want to be there? Is Rex Ryan showing up? All those great stories of intrigue beyond Tom Brady. And even then, it was all right. Is Brady truly on the decline? The rest of these guys were a bunch of jags. There's nobody to get excited about that's actually hitting the marketplace, <laughs> which is the way it's always been for quarterbacks. We had a couple of guys move and we got excited that it was a brave new world. Guess what? It's the same crap it's always been. Mm, the team yeah. that they had them doesn't want them. They don't want to pay them. Or they yeah. stink. 
<laughs> Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, here on a live drop Friday. That's right. Remember, live drop Friday. On hey. Friday, all the drops we play are just said by us live instead of Alex Tyshirt playing them. Uh, some of the great sounds we get all the time, uh, things that we're just going to say. I hate that song. 58. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeart Radio app. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. I hate that song. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover, 
You can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards terms. They do apply. Hobo. A, it's a live drop Friday here on Fox Sports Radio. You shut up! You're going to keep yelling that at me. I am. I, it I, I is like really residuals it. of that Derek Carr conversation. It's going to resonate in your brain for the rest of the night. I'm dealing with the fact that we're going to get Derek Carr. I'm dealing with that, okay? Got a lot of stuff on my plate right now. On the whole, though, as we talked about, not the worst option for you. Oh, it's right no, there, though. It, 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 look, they could, they, the Jets... That's reason five is why Derek, why I can convince myself I like Derek Carr. Because the other option could be, no, we really believe in Zach Wilson going to give him another shot to be the quarterback oh, here in the Jets. That could be the fifth one. Through hell or okay. high water. No, that's okay. right. Okay, okay. All right, wait, 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 wait. All right, wait, 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 wait. Okay. I, maybe I was a little, I, I, maybe I was a little, uh, uh, little uh, forward here. I shouldn't have said what I said. Let's not go crazy. I just want to see let's Zach, dial it back. Zach versus Baker. Mm. Who's that Baker would be re- reminiscent. You mean, of the, you mean it? You mean in a in a in no? A I'm talking derby? camp, like when it was Sanchez no, versus no. Tebow. Come on, man! I will slash your tires. You say that again? No, come on, man! Don't don't put that stuff out there. It's enough that we're gonna probably get Derek Carr. Okay, so don't put that out. No, there, you're too. getting him. It's not a maybe. Uh, okay, okay. So that all right? That's the that's the one thing because you've already apparently put it out in the universe enough. The Jets are gonna talk to him this weekend. So congratulations. Thanks for that. Well, but here's the thing I'm sad about, though. Like, if that was my one thing, right, the 11-11 make a wish and your uh, birthday wishes and all that, if I used it all up to get Derek Carr to the Jets, mm-hmm. that would really suck. Well, hey, you use your energy for whatever you want to, man. If you use it up, use it. it's like Iron Man in his suit, man. Eventually that power gets down no, to, like, true. 0%. Sir, I'm going to go to sleep now. Jarvis, Jarvis, Jarvis stay with me. Jarvis, don't do this. Jarvis. Come on now. Uh, but, look, elsewhere in the NFL, uh, a really weird story, uh, something that it, 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 took its own, it took its own direction over the last couple of days, and now we have a crazy solution. Eric Bieniemy has left the Kansas City Chiefs, and he is now the new offensive coordinator with the Washington Commanders. Uh, one of the big reasons, ostensibly, that he has taken this job is that he is going to get to call the plays because he never was a play caller with Andy Reid because Andy Reid called the plays. Uh, Eric Bieniemy is getting a promotion and title, contractual structure, he's getting a pay raise, and he is going to get to be the primary play caller on the staff. And he's so, going to get to take over when Rivera gets fired. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, congratulations. Now, it, it's a gamble. It's a risk for Bieniemy because he's joining a team where, hey, all right, how much more time does Ron Rivera have to, right. to be the head coach here? Because if Ron Rivera's out, I don't know the next guy coming in is going to keep Eric Bieniemy. So it's, it's, a, it's a risk. But it's so desperate now in that because he knows, look, I don't know what I can do with the Chiefs. I win two Super Bowls and I keep getting passed over for a head coaching gig. So uh, if, if this is the whole narrative that you got to go be a play call. You got to call plays. You got to. I've heard that so many times the last few days, and people saying it like they're the authority. You got to be a play. Well, you got to got to call plays. You got to call plays. You got to call plays. Meanwhile, so as we talked about this, coming right? out of, out of the weekend, out of the Super Bowl, that he had spotted what the Eagles didn't do in a game against Jacksonville as related to motion men and picking up their coverage, and that led to breakdowns. And what did they do? They exploited that multiple times. To great success. I know we talked about it early. Rob Parker, there's a promo running on the network with that. I mean, that, that's got to be pushed as much as anything else. Uh, but unfortunately, when you're tied to Andy Reid, you're not getting credit. But it's, it's so incongruous that you've got these 
other guys have gone on to other jobs and and had other guys have become head coaches on the Andy Reid coaching tree. Ex- but that's other the guys point, have, right? right? Yeah. So it, it's just still it, it begs the question: What are we missing? Right. We and, know and, about what happened in yeah. college. Right. Yep. We know about that. It's like what else is there? Because he's interviewed a lot and hasn't walked away with a job. What am I missing? Well, luckily, I have a solution for that. Yeah. I have a solution for that. But, you know, to, to, pl- to come off your thing uh, of, you know, other guys getting gigs, and when I hear the he hasn't called plays, he hasn't called plays, like that's something that someone hears and they're just parroting it sure. from somebody. He's got to call plays. Uh, plenty of other guys have gotten head coaching gigs without being coordinators in the National Football League. Plenty of guys have, right? We watch Joe Judge go, well, Bill Belichick's staff. Yeah, come on, the guy's a special teams coach. He's going to go to was – he, was he great? No, it was a disaster. They had to get rid of him and bring in, and bring in Brian Dable, but he jo- still John got a Harbaugh's chance. John Harbaugh's had a pretty good run for a guy that right? was a special teams coach. Right? Guys have still gotten chances, and they've succeeded or they failed, but it doesn't matter because guys have gotten chances. It's like, oh, you know, we, we's gotta, he's got to call plays. No, that's a load of crap, right? You, you know, he, Eric Bieniemy is being made to jump through hoops that nobody else has had to jump through okay now to be fair on and here's where i have the solution now to be fair what have you heard about the enemy the last few years okay he doesn't interview well i well i gotta think by now he interviews well he's been on five thousand interviews i gotta think by now he knows how to ace the interview but he doesn't interview well and he doesn't call and he doesn't call plays so that's could be what's keeping him from getting the head coaching gig now on the other side okay so maybe that is but on the other side it's maybe he's just not being taken seriously enough hey He's, you know, even though he's the OC, we don't take him seriously enough. Maybe it is about race. Maybe it is because he's black and he's not getting the opportunities that other that other people are getting. So here's my solution. This is where the NFL has to put on some big boy pants and say, you know what? We're going to investigate this. We're going to talk to teams. We're going to talk to people around the league, and we're going to come out with whatever they, they figure out after talking to teams. Why didn't you hire Eric Bien? Because it's hard to make people hire. You've got to hire this guy. Well, no, I want to hire who I'm comfortable with. But it is crazy that the guy keeps not even going in at the end, making it to the end odds between him and one other guy. So what the NFL needs to do, because this is a big story, right? This is a big story. You have a guy that's a, that's a two-time Super Bowl winner, been to three Super Bowls as the offensive coordinator. Players love him, and he can't get a head coaching gig when other guys who you don't even know their names are getting head coaching opportunities, right? So the NFL if they say, you know what? This is a big deal. We want to make sure that players are being treated right and coaches are being treated right. Why is Eric Bieniemy? why does he not have a job? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to investigate. We're going to talk to teams. We're going to talk to players. We're going to figure this out. And then we'll be able to know exactly why. And I don't know why the NFL doesn't announce this already. Well, because it's, they a, it's already part of it. something else, though, Jason. Right. But they it's would part look, of Brian Flores' lawsuit. Right. It is. It's part of that. But the NFL would look good in doing it in saying, hey, we're going to look into this for Eric Bieniemy. We're going to look into this for yeah, now, Brian what is each team going to say? Yeah, we well, like the other guy. At least guy you get better. an answer. At least you get you get you get answers, right. and you can choose to make them public, or you can choose to not make them public. And at least then we know that hey, the NFL is not just turning it turning it, turning a blind eye to yeah, Eric Bieniemy's not getting. Well, what do you want me to do? Can't make a guy can't make a team hire who they don't want to. No, how about you stand up and say hey, let's look into this. We're going to investigate. We you have independent investigators for many things in the NFL, right? Sports has many independent. We're going to look into this. We're going to look into this. We're going to so look into Eric Bieniemy and come out with a reason. You can make it public. You cannot, but you can make it known to him. You can make it however you, you figure it out. You can, fi- you can at least make it look like we want to find out why he's not getting a gig. And then, you know, eventually things will get leaked. We will find out, and, and it will 
be able, we'll be able to get an answer on this because maybe we find out, hey, he's not getting the fair shake that everybody else is getting, and the NFL's got to do better than that. And it was this team and this team and this team and this team that didn't talk to him as much as they should have or put together a sham, whatever it was. The NFL needs to look at that and say, okay, for this guy, this is what we found. Maybe they find out, you know what, here's the thing. Here's some things that came out in the interview that we didn't like. Maybe he didn't want the gig. Maybe uh, he didn't get, we, didn't get a good, we get, didn't get a good feel from whatever it is. But we need to find out because this is just, hey, we're just going to keep uh, uh, you know, tamping this down, and we're never going to get an answer. And for a guy, again, I'm saying, for a guy who's been an OC for a team that's won two Super Bowls and been to three in five years, and he can't even get down to being a finalist for a head coach, Okay, at some point, he's going to interview well. He's going to tell you what you need to know. He has a plan. All the players love him. Mahomes says we don't, we're not Super Bowl champions without Eric Bieniemy. They're all saying glowing things about him. Andy Reid wants him to go get a chance. And why can't the guy get a chance? You give chances to guys, and they, they flame out after a year. Why doesn't he get one? It needs to be more than just, I don't know why. Maybe it's maybe because it's he's, not, he, he's, he's not head coaching material. Maybe it's because he's black, but we got to find out, right? It's, it's too much has happened now for him to say, i got to take a lateral move, and i got to go over, and i got to be a, the OC for Washington, and i got to go do this when, when it's with Sam Howell. I might have one year to make it work with Sam Howell. Seriously, th- this is, this is my, my chance to tell every, show everybody in the NFL I can be a head coach? Come on, man. It, should, it shouldn't be at this point for him. Jason, maybe he interviews for jobs like Brandon and Dale from Step Brothers. Oh, man. well, that would, that would hurt. That, well, that, would, one, that would not help. But one of the component parts to it, it, it just when we go through the annals of the last few years and jobs he would have interviewed for, usually you're, uh, you're looking for uh, a coach to come in in what's a pretty bad situation. And I got to imagine there are a couple of instances and again, it's all purely speculation at this point that he just didn't want to become one of 32, recognizing if he takes the wrong job, that he's not getting the second chance. So why would you leave Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, and what you have in Kansas City for that? And again, this is me just speculating, just like we're doing with every other part of it. He can interview the race issue, etc. that because other African-American males have gotten coaching jobs, right? I know it's not to where it's to everybody's level of satisfaction, but we have seen African-American uh, males get jobs in the NFL. So um, that that's there. So we, we can go team to team. And for some of them, yeah, you might wander aloud based on past comments, past behavior, whatever else, if there's more to it and speculate on that. No question about it. Jerry Jones uh, and others have you know, waxed poetically on, on a lot of these things. Uh, in, in the larger larger scale here these last couple years. But when we, we look at the enemy, the, the answer is I don't know, right? Because you can bring up the, the past transgressions like, well, guys have gotten jobs having done worse, right? Guys have gotten mm-hmm. multiple opportunities doing other things and get the next chance and move on. You know, I, I had someone, because they decided well, to needle me, uh, retweet me what's happened for Matt Nagy since he uh, got fired by the Bears. Ineptitude with the Bears and then watch him in Kansas City, and now he's going to be probably the new OC. Yeah, and, he, and, he, and, and he'll get a head coaching job opportunity again before Eric Bieniemy will. Oh, but look what he did. He went and became the OC in, in, in Kansas City, but he didn't call the plays. Oh, it doesn't matter. He doesn't have to see, it's, it's, you move the goalposts. 
for for coaches for whatever reason, and that's why th- this would be a great it would be a great thing for the NFL to do. This is something everybody could stand up and say, "Hey, they're doing the right thing looking into this, right?" Because the NFL they're not saying we know what we're going to find. We don't know what the answer is going to be, but we got an independent investigator. It's going to look into it. And we're going to find out what we find out. Now, what you have to do is you have to tell Eric Bieniemy, "You want this? You got to be okay with whatever the NFL comes out, whatever our independent investigator comes out with. If you trust the independent investigator, to do it because the independent investigator." could come out and it could be great stuff for you it might also not make you look great depending on what it is so you got to be okay with that if you want it to be public we can do it we can look into this for you and, and see what's going on and talk to teams and and get transcripts and all that kinds of stuff so I, it, it would be a little bit of a needle to thread on it but boy just just think about the reaction if the nfl said we're going to look into this well they already There's, have to based know? on the the floor's lawsuit so i don't know where the independent guy comes yeah, in but be, but, be enfor- but, but being forced to is different when a guy's suing the league you know right that's but a, that that's but that's already thing. in process, so I, I don't know how that works. Yeah, I, how I, much it, do you trust the independent? Because that's always been the problem with the NFL and, frankly, any other business. Yeah, what? Who hired them? Who's paying or, the check? Right, but this, this is this is not where the NFL, the independent investigator, the NFL is not in an antagonistic relationship with the other. Like Brian Flores is suing the league, so now the league is okay. So now, how, how do we respond here? We don't want to lose this lawsuit. Like that's that's a big deal, right? We don't want to lose. We wind up losing this, but the, but the enemies, we're going to find out. Like we're just going to fact. Like no one's going to get fired for this. No one's going to. It's just why do we not? Hey, you know what? We found out teams are not taking him seriously enough. So now well, we it, have to put some things in place to to make it better. If or they legitimately hey, find something, you, you right. you're telling me that doesn't get leaked. Someone yeah. wants to be a hero. Well, you got to find and go through. Well, it's it's not. So like you're saying is, you know it would be anonymous? What? No, it wouldn't. It's, There'd but be it's jobs not. lost. It's not like no. It's not like it's not like this is a story that people don't know. It's not like it's something. Oh, hey, we got emails from Bruce Allen. Oh, wait, there are wait, there's thousands of them. And and what 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 John Gruden had to say? No, this is a pretty public thing. So you can only do. I think you can only do so much damage with it. You know, being it, it's, it's very public. Why is Bienemy not getting a job? And it's, it's something that I'd love the. Hey, listen, we're going to do this. and We're going to look into it, and we're going to see, and we're going to at least have answers for it. I I I'd love it. I'd love to see him do it. I, it's not going to happen. But I think that's a better solution than just shrug your shoulders and go, okay, call great plays with Sam Howell and see if he can get a gig next year. That's a, that's a tough one. Well, he did get a, an increase in, I mean, his, his level, right, all of that stuff that you, that you started with. And if he, like, like we said, Ron Rivera probably doesn't have much time left, so if they're not winning right away, he may get that interim tag and an opportunity to win the job in Washington. Yay. We we could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards terms. They do apply. Uh, the Jason Smiths are with Mike Harmon live from the Tyrac.com studios. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards terms. They do apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like hbo's ballers what you don't know is for my entire life i have lived in something i refer to as the gray depression anxiety so now i'm coming out with a new podcast unbreakable a mental health podcast with jay glazer where each week while we talk about mental health i hope to describe it give it words listen to unbreakable with jay glazer on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts well, joining us now on the hotline, NBA is at the break. He's got big stuff on Russell Westbrook, Julius Randle, and more. You can follow him on Twitter at Mark G underscore Medina. That's at Mark G underscore Medina, NBA.com reporter and insider. What's happening, buddy? How are you? Jason, I am good. I'm almost excited as you that Julius Randle is going to be in the three-point contest. Have you already put money down for him to win? Wait, wait to win or for the most misses? Like, wait, wait, what did you say? I'm sorry. Wow. Hey, how about this first stat? This is for my colleague, John Schumann. I, I kid you not. He has made the most 
uh, three-pointers in the first quarter in the league. The problem is he misses a lot in the second, third, and fourth. So <laughs> my hunch is he's going to make every single ball in the first rack uh-huh. and then miss the rest of them. Fading I, quickly. Oh, I made the first five. Then what happened? I missed the next 15. My uh, legs was, were gone. What do you want? I was out of it right after that. <laughs> Yeah, it's like when you try to go shot for shot at the bar and you think you're you're feeling good and then all of a sudden you pass out, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. I was doing great. What happened? Well, I got past five and six and seven and then it worked out. It didn't work out well. Uh, So, hey, so uh, DK Metcalf, is he going to get an NBA contract? Will will, like the Nets sign him after his performance tonight in the uh, celebrity game? Oh, without a doubt. I mean, maybe maybe the Lakers decide to add him as a buyout market (laughs) candidate, right? You know, this is this is a safer gamble than getting Russell Westbrook uh, a season and a half ago. Now well, that's true. Now, hey, now I know you got some stuff on Russell Westbrook because the big talk is, hey, with the buyout, maybe he comes back to L.A. and stays with the Clippers. What's going on here? Yeah, I'm putting some cold water on it. I know that the Clippers talked to Russell Westbrook, but I've been told they talked to different representatives with buyout candidates. And while you never say never in this league, the way it was explained to me is that it would be extremely unlikely that he would be with the Clippers. Um, that's not to say it won't happen, but if I had to put money down, it won't. I think, you know, really the bottom line is, you know, the entire league knows the strengths and weaknesses that Russell Westbrook have. And, you know, I've been told from someone close to him that, or knows him well, that, hey, he's thirsty to win an NBA championship. He wants to be on a place where, you know, he has friends, allies on a team, unlike what happened with the Lakers. And the Clippers certainly have those kind of supporters like Paul George and Kawhi Leonard and Marcus Moore Sr. You know, those are guys that have been, you know, publicly praising him and saying he'd be a good fit. But I think, you know, the Clippers also have concerns about just what he is as a ball player, right? Um, You know, he's ball dominant. He's not really great defensively. And when you look at the Clippers' activity, not to say their roster is perfect, but, you know, specifically at the point guard spot, They've been looking for guys who can play at both ends of the floor, i.e. why they got Eric Gordon, i.e. why they got Bones Highland. I think when you add Russ in the mix, you know, he's going to be a guy who wants to get minutes, and Ty Lue's already has his hands full with trying to find guys with a deep rotation for minutes. So, yeah, I don't think Russ is coming to the Clippers. Bones Island had his two big moments this week. He got to diss the guys on the way out of Denver, and then Kawhi Leonard looked at him like he was nuts when he tried to say, let's go get this. I'm excited to play with you. That's the most <laughs> run a Bones Highland has gotten other than being named Bones. Yeah, well, here's the thing. If Russ comes there, I think it would be two players at the point guard spot that would be upset with their lack of minutes. So why add to the drama? <laughs> Uh, all right, so hey, so speaking of the Clippers, real fast, because this is a whole big thing now. They're everybody's favorite. You know, you did the big poll a couple weeks ago. Everybody loves the Clippers the second half of the season. They're the big risers in the West. But I look at them and say, uh, they're kind of who they are, and, and Kawhi Leonard kind of is who he is at this point. It's like everybody has this this image of Kawhi like from four years ago when he, hey, wherever I went, everything he touched turned to gold, and he's kind of not quite that guy anymore. Yeah, it's fair to say. I mean, they've been very uh, unpre- well. They've been predictably unpredictable uh, with the fact that you never know who's going to be healthy and available in the lineup. And I suspect that that's going to be a prevailing theme moving forward. Now, in fairness to the people who are optimistic about the Clippers, yeah, they're twenty three and twenty four last month, but they've been ten and four since they beat the Phoenix Suns yesterday. Now I know Kevin Durant 
while he's on the team, he's not on the court yet, so the Suns are going to be a better team. But the Clippers have been heading in the right direction because, you know, finally Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are playing more than just one consecutive game together. But it just feels like just that moment where you feel like they're turning a corner, they take a few steps back. So I wouldn't rule them out. They're going to be in the playoffs. They're a team that you have to take seriously in a playoff series. But I just wouldn't put them as the favorites. I put the Suns because of how much talent they have. But I don't see it, you know, them having it inevitably because there's so many question marks about the team's health down the line with Duran and Chris Paul and Devin Booker. They've all had overlapping injuries and you know they don't have as much as as depth because of what they gave up to get Durant I think they had to do it it's a uh, you know it's a deal they make 10 times out of 10 but the west is wide open partly because there's all these question marks with the Suns with the Clippers you go down the line so it should be interesting with that said I've been I've been struggling all day with how to ask you this next question but since we are in Los Angeles I, I'll ha- ask it simply are the Lakers back? <laughs> Throw a championship <laughs> parade already. You know what? It's addition by subtraction because Russell Westbrook's not on the team. Uh, but I don't think that this necessarily solves things. They're going to be a much better shooting team because they have someone like DeAndre Russell. They have someone like Malik Beasley, whom LeBron James described the other day as a laser. And I found that interesting because after their season-opening loss, against Golden State when they were not shooting the ball well. LeBron was saying, yeah, we don't have a team full of any lasers. I, I found the, the symmetry of that fitting. Um, you know, I think D'Angelo Russell, he's a much more mature player than he was at the beginning of his career. Mm-hmm. First in with the Lakers, his chemistry with LeBron and Anthony Davis, I think, will be really good. He's a really good shooter. But, you know, he and some of the other guys aren't really great defenders. And while I think that they have the size to make up for that with Anthony Davis, getting uh, Mo Bamba in a separate deal, there's still a lot of holes in the roster. So with all things considered, I know we joked about the championship parade. They really should just throw a parade that, hey, they're going to make the playing tournament, <laughs> and they have a shot to make the first round of the playoffs. You can hang a banner for that now, can't you? You can. You know what, the, way, uh, the Knicks did. 29 teams in the NBA post you know, division banners or playoff banners. The Lakers don't. Maybe this is a lone exception that they do. Because, hey, it's a sign of progress because of how terrible last season was. Well, hey, the Knicks put up a banner tonight, six games over 500 at the All-Star break. They raised that thing, and that was awesome. Yeah, so, wait, are you saying the Knicks are going to take the East now that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving aren't in New York in the Eastern Conference? No, no, we'll, we'll take New York now because now they're not in the Eastern well. Conference. We'll ta- but, no, but seriously, I do feel great about the Knicks down the stretch. They have an identity. Jalen Brunson's a bleeping superstar. No, I feel good about them, and I feel good about them getting a decent playoff position and, and maybe winning a 4-5 uh, round, maybe getting out of the first round. I can see that being their ceiling this year. You know what? Like, no troll. I'm with you 100%. I think that the Knicks can win the first-round playoff series. Now, don't get too greedy. Don't think, hey, now that we're in the second round, we're going to make a run. It's going to come down to Boston, Milwaukee, how healthy those guys are. As of now, uh, you know, Boston has more question marks about how long Jalen Brown's going to be out, Marcus Smart. But from a chemistry standpoint, their big three on both of those guys' teams is really, really good. But you know what? Like, Count your wins. The Knicks are going to win a first-round playoff. Series. There you go. Find your wins. It's what I say all the time, Mark. Uh, as, as we look at the buyout market, we talk Russell Westbrook, other guys, you know, former Clipper 
John Wall, he was there a minute. Uh, and Kevin Love's name being bandied about. Any of these guys that could go and be a difference maker somewhere? Well, yeah, I think Kevin Love, because of his pedigree, is the guy that I'm keeping my eye on. But I think that the thing that you have to keep in mind about buyout market candidates, whether they're well-known guys like a Kevin Love or a Russell Westbrook or just rotation players you never really heard of, uh, that you know Charles Barkley struggles to name of the you, who he, who he he game. Uh, <laughs> these guys aren't going to change or derail a team's championship fortunes, right? A lot of times they don't get a lot of minutes, and I think when you're looking at a calendar standpoint, the deadline really is March 1st on when teams have to decide if they're going to buy out someone or not. And so I think with the Clippers, specifically with Russell Westbrook or anyone, and a lot of other teams, I think that they're going to take their sweet old time. I mean, really the only notable guy so far who's been swooped up was Danny Green. Um, and I suspect that you know teams aren't going to wait for Kevin Love, but a lot of these other guys – uh, they're not difference makers, and they're negotiating buyouts for a reason because, you know, I hate to be crass about it, but teams kind of saw them as damaged goods, and they're facing a depressed part of their career, and they're trying to stay in the league. So that's that's how it is. But, you know, I think all teams will still do their due diligence uh, in seeing what's available because that's what teams are supposed to do. Now, Mark, for, for All-Star Weekend, the story today, which is, I just keep seeing this going, this is just utterly ridiculous. The NBA is altering the format, uh, and the starters are going to be picked last because they want to avoid the stigma of, oh, so-and-so was picked last, that person's the worst All-Star. So they're going to pick the reserves <laughs> first, but then they're going to pick players last. They're still going to be a last pick, but the last picks are going to start the All-Star game. I feel like this didn't need this. Why do we wade hip deep into this whole thing? You're an all-star. You're an all-star. You get yeah. picked where you get picked. Let, that's fine. Let's be honest. I, I felt like this story was something I saw in The Onion. And that, <laughs> now, in fairness, the NBA hasn't announced this. This might be a trial balloon, but it's a trial balloon that should be popped immediately because it's absolutely ridiculous. Part of the intrigue about the draft was the order and who was picked last. I mean, last year, for example, it was absolutely hilarious when we saw, you know, Kevin Durant go out of his way not to select James Harden, and LeBron James is holding a clipboard in front of, in front of him to cover up his laughter. It makes for great content. And it was on, you know, TNT, uh, the NBA's broadcast partner, part of my employer. Like, that, that's great content, great drama. So they should go with that. And I like the format that they've changed this season where – it's playground style. They choose, you know, right before the game. I think that that's great theater. So why derail that with trying to appease the latest generation of not offending them and, you know, handing out participation trophies? Like, look, like, if you're in the all-star game, you're considered a good player. And I think that it just reeks of just the sensitivity of things and people bending over backwards not to offend people. Like, get over yourself. It should be fun. Well, it's the extension of all the guys that wouldn't participate in any of the other events. Reportedly yeah, I mean, look, not like, being embarrassed, right? The NBA dunk contest, for example, it's guys like I've barely heard of, you know, like Ken, Kenny Martin Jr., Mac McClung, Jericho Sims, Trey Murphy the third. Like, I'm more intrigued of who the judges are. That's who I want to see in the dunk contest. You have Carl Malone, Harold Miner, Dominique Wilkins, Lisa Leslie, Jamal Crawford. Like, those would all be great dunk candidates, but the problem is, like, they're retired players. Like, you, you got to add some intrigue here. I get 
the top superstars, you know, they want to preserve their workload. They're asked to do a lot, whatever. But, like, you got to have a reason for people to watch the dunk contest and throw a bunch of young guys you never heard of, right? So Got to break through somehow. i got to ask you the one last hey, question. Julius yeah. Randle, three-point contest. Don't there worry. That'll make up for it. Yeah, we'll I, only I count the first five. We're only going to count the All right, first five. All right, you reference Charles Barkley really quickly. Are you going to try the Ruffles hot dog-flavored chips? <laughs> uh, I'll take a hard pass. No, I usually don't eat that stuff anyway because I'm oh, trying to Oh, now you're shaming me. <laughs> <laughs> You can follow Mark Medina on Twitter at MarkG underscore Medina. Check it out as well. All is latest on the Russell Westbrook situation, All-Star Weekend. It is there also on NBA.com. Mark, and always, buddy, appreciate it. Enjoy the games and enjoy Julius Randle. I appreciate it, you as well. And, hey, the first five makes, that's all that counts. That's it. All right. So <laughs> See you, buddy. All right, he's fading him at, at the uh, turn there. Once he gets uh, to I the would- top of the key, he's done. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.